Welcome, everybody, to another fantabulous episode of the Brunchins and Dragons podcast. Woo! This is your lovely DM, Jacob T. Shepard. And we do have uh, quite an interesting one for our fantabulous listeners today. I hope you're all looking and feeling as amazing as I am right now. I'm looking at me. Oh, wow, Jason. I mean, Jason, Jason, you look incredibly handsome. The gun show. It is the gun show. Lummix, why don't you bring your A game? Look, I can't compete. I can't compete. I'm not going to do that natural handsome thing you've got going on will only take you so far. It's only from the neck up. Hi, Bree. Let's talk about it. I like your hat. Uh, like and your jaunty right. juice. Thank you. Uh, with that in mind, uh, let's actually just go around the table real quick. I'm going to start with our regular role players, uh, whoever might be the least prepared. Matt Reynolds. Oh, the least? Yes, absolutely. Uh, introduce yourself, introduce your character, introduce a fun fact about uh, your character. I didn't believe that at all, by the way. Yeah. No, oh, the least? least? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's true, 100%. <laughs> I believe it, 100%. Uh, I'm Matt, I play Sarai. Um, second sentence. Shit, fun fact about Sarai, which I don't even know. I, I said this to Shep earlier this week. What would a rumor be about Sarai, true or not? Oh, I like that. Rumor? That's pretty good. Cool. No, we are at a party rumor. and rumors. I feel like I actually really like that. So okay, just a I rumor. Like I've, been, probably I've been extra angry. Stab anyone who tells rumors about her. So there are probably no rumors about Sarai. Oh, okay. <laughs> got to be, so got to be some in there's, the. There's uh, a fun fact. In the no, in the in the, the guild, there's got to be rumors about her. Like, have you heard about Sarai? Maybe, but I feel like if she heard it, she would stab whoever said it. Oh. Well, I think you're. I think you're assuming that it's a bad rumor. It could be right. a It might rumor. be rumors about where she comes from. Or I heard a rumor that Sarai would kill somebody for a cherry pie. I had a rumor that she, she was a werewolf. Us. I don't know. I heard a rumor that she has a heart tattoo button or left butt cheek. That, that so might get that you killed. Get that might get you killed. I, I heard a rumor that she has a tattoo of her foot at the bottom of her foot. <laughs> But you can't tell it's so well done. That's a rumor that you can do for anybody. <laughs> I actually like that. Uh, so you got yeah, it. works for me. We did it for him. Yeah, yeah, we did it for him. You're, yes, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, so we'll continue, obviously, with Allison. Ah! Hi, I'm Allison, and I play Iceland of the Rosewood. And a rumor that would be about Iceland at a party is she must be afraid about spiked alcohol because she doesn't drink alcohol. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. She only drinks like the stuff that she has done herself that she knows and can validate. Because right. she will not imbibe. Love it, love it. All right, Lummix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Riley and I play Algernon Bellacour. A rumor about him is that he no longer works at the university, which he definitely still does. <laughs> <laughs> He's an itinerant professor. And he doesn't like being called Lummix. <laughs> <laughs> which just means that he's traveling. Mm. Yeah. He's, on re- he's doing he's research. He's still on the school. Yes, he's absolutely doing research. Is he on the school payroll? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's tenured, 100%. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's, yeah, no, he's, he's quadrupled. He's super tenured. He's like 100 years old. He's super tenured. All right. He's been at the university since he was like 16. He's like a Rice's. He's got super tenure. Yeah, he's got... <laughs> <laughs> Rice's has ultra tenure. Oh, okay. yeah, he's, he's 500 years in the academy. Speaking of uh, aca- academics, Jason Davis. Whoa. Nice tie. Uh, yeah. Uh, nice tie. Nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jason. I play nice Ragnar. Nice tie. Uh, yeah. I, I, I tied it really well. You know, I, I figured Ragnar wouldn't know how to tie a tie. So. Yeah. So, yeah. 
so I just loved everybody being like, nice time. <laughs> uh, a, a rumor about Ragnar is that uh, uh, yesterday was his birthday. Oh. Yeah. Did he know his birthday? Uh, he he was informed of like the day that he was found by his barbarian tribe. Gotcha day. So yeah. Oh sweet Jesus! I've never heard that before. Pet adoption. Yeah. What do you mean heard that before? Nobody says that. Shepard just said that. No, it's a pet adoption thing. Ray's yeah. gotcha day. We celebrate it every year. So Ragnar's the pet of his clan. Nice. So no, I was trying to give you credit, Shepard. Okay, uh, I don't know about that. Gotcha Day, though, because I did have some friends who are who are adopted kids. Gotcha Day oh, was like the second birthday. It's an adoption thing. That's fine. Like, yeah, hey, hey, birthday, I like you that. got your belly button and your actual. Like, uh, you know. And we do have some uh, lovely guests at the table. Gorgeous guests. Gorgeous guests. And we're going to start no, with Brady. Oh, it's me. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> I told you, man, that natural handsome thing you got going on. Neck up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he knows he looks like he should be on the movies. He should be in movies. It's just off the movies. Yeah, it's just off the movies. You are in your face, face on the disc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, sorry. I'm just like, who's this guy on the cover? He's not even in the. <laughs> and who's looking at DVDs anymore? <laughs> this is we went through the back room. Oh, 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 oh god. Oh, god. <laughs> we do have a larger party today, so you have to forgive us if there's gonna be a lot of talking. You're either into it or you're not. Yeah. At yeah. this point they should know what they've signed up for. Anyway, it's Bree. Hello, I'm Bree. Uh, I'm uh, a guest. I have a jaunty hat and jaunty juice to match. Um, and should I like introduce my character at this point, or should I wait? And I will be play. Don't look a mystery. <laughs> okay, I can't even read the writing because it's like four font size. Well, that's you generous. I'm pretty sure it's like three to two and a half. <laughs> well, here's the thing about our two lovely guests: they are members of the other campaign that we do, Undergrounds of Kel. Listen to the Brunches and of Dragons podcast. Insert gasp. Insert. <gasps> so, what's a, what's a rumor about Nyx? Oh, all right. Um, that we might hear at this party. Yeah, so if you if you listen to the other podcast, um, uh, oh, you, you might recognize me as Nyx, and uh, I guess uh, a rumor about me. I heard once some, someone thought that, that I won a drinking contest. I can tell you right now it's not true. Uh, what happened, though, I didn't drink more than the other guy. I just, you know, I just engaged in some conversation. We got to talking, and I think everybody just kind of forgot how that ended. <laughs> Isn't that the one where Jim had his head blown off at the end? I don't. Don't bring up Jim to me. It's just a really. She had to have so many noodles to calm down from that. Jim. I'm gonna need a moment. Sorry. Sorry. All right. If you you take you take your moment next. We're gonna immediately tie off with the last of our guests today. Uh, hi, my better half. Yeah, I'm Caitlin Buckley. I played Bram Singh in the other campaign. Yeah. And a, where are we doing rumors about Bram Singh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So rumor about Bram Singh. Um, rumors about Bram Singh is that they are withholding the most potent of the mushroom stash from the Akko family. Just mm. all the families. We, we, we don't we don't know if that's true or not. 
We actually don't. I don't. The most freeing of mushrooms. Mmm. The stuff of having seen gods in your sleep. All right, well, my character in that campaign already sees his god, so I'm good to go. Oh, what would happen if I ate it? Anyways, all right, so to our regular role players, let's all have you guys roll a d20 real quick. Find out what happened in the last one. I got a 9. 15. 15. 4. 5. I got 12. <laughs> 15 it is. 15, all right. Well, uh, Ragnar Knuckleduster, or as we commonly know as Jason Davis on the regular, uh, what happened last time on Brunches and Dragons War of the Gods? Uh, we got in a fight, and I died. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all Ragnar we care about. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, God, I actually kind of forget how it started, but we ended up fighting with one of the what was it, the daughters of Ragnar? Uh, one of them. Yeah. The, el- um, the royalty got sacrificed. Yeah, yeah. Except yeah. my hand was litter throat. Uh, and so yeah, we we had a, a a nice battle going on there. Uh, I was basically taken out of it because of Shep's stupid. You know, enemies. Uh, <laughs> I relitigated it. I could have done better. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, but yeah, and, and actually, Algernop wasn't there for a good portion of it. Uh, but uh, he was supporting from a distance. He also had the Hail Mary kill. Right, right. He did, so, literally. Uh, Algernop uh, met up with, with Jormon, actually, who ended up giving him uh, a blade that ended up helping us. Uh, and uh, Algernop does like big ass jump off the. Uh, off the tower that he was behind the, the daughter of Arachne, and was able to stab her, kill her, helped us, you know, kind of survive. And uh, then we we whisked uh, Morgana away uh, because she's still alive, just in a coma. Uh, and we got her to Judy's place. Uh, Judy said she would be willing to watch her uh, as long as we accompany her to a party. She said she would want to help you guys heal her. Want you guys accompany her to this party? Mm-hmm. I, I do, like, as peanut gallery, I do believe that there was a cricket uh, jetpack at some point during that yep. fight. That, there yeah, was. Yeah, cricket actually gave me, like, the uh, the adrenaline syringe uh, when I got knocked down to zero HP. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I finally started using my magical bow. I'm so happy. I am, too. <laughs> well, you also gave me a basilisk dagger, so I, I mean... You do a lot of stuff. You did, and I appreciate you for it. You're welcome. So, yeah, we're moving on with... We're currently still at Judy's shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, our adventurers are still, you know, uh, recuperating themselves. You guys just had, got done having your full rest. Judy is laying out your guys' fabulous outfits. She's walking up to each and every single one of you. Monkeys, robotic monkeys in tow. Uh, starts off with Algernon. says, oh, my darling Algernon. I, I don't have an outfit that could do... Everything you got here, justice. So, I think the best thing I can do for you is this tiny little hat and a bow tie. <laughs> it's very much suits me. You're Thank well, you very much. You're very welcome. You look sexy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a mannequin with a magnetic, like, bow tie, right where, you know, a bow tie goes, and just, like, a little, uh, you know, dressed to the whites kind of top hat on. You look absolutely fantastic, darling. Delicious, even. Now, Iceland, your current garb is so forest last season. 
Boris only half season. Oh. Wow, Pretty Judy. Okay. Well, are you? What are you thinking? More elegance? I'm thinking. Mm, she snaps her fingers and her dress shows up on you. No, oh. too red. Don't like the jewels. Doesn't really match your hips. Next. Swings her finger and a blue dress shows up. She's like, mm, not liking that one either. Doesn't go with the eyes. It lodges the stuff that I'm not really enjoying right now. What? Let's go with. Wow! Snaps one more time in this gorgeous brown dress that looks layered upon layered with scales. Like, ooh, very ferocious. Ah, love it. Absolutely love it. Now we just need some jewelry to go with it. She swirls her fingers. Two monkeys come up. They're holding. Two different styles of bracelets. One has ruby-encrusted jewels. The other one is a sleek metal pearls. Which one are you feeling, darling? I personally like the pearls. Do they have bombs in them? No. Okay. Um, you terrify me sometimes. <laughs> I was just Shepard. thinking of smoke bomb for distraction, if necessary. Um, you know, I think I'll go with your recommendation, Judy. Pearls it is. Okay, thank you. Do you have a shawl or anything that can go with it? Or? Of course! Oh, thank you. She snaps and there's a bunch of different color shawls. I trust you on this one. I this want the one. one that looks like moonlight, please. Perfect. It's draped over you and it almost becomes translucent as it lays on top of you. It changes colors while you move. Okay, this is kind of pretty. Thanks, Judy. I haven't felt this pretty uh, since I was just with my parents. Oh, way to bring the room down now. <laughs> no, I feel like... Al, Al drops in the background in front of a mirror, just, like, slightly adjusting it, and he's like, where's my pull tractor? Click it! Where's my pull tractor? <laughs> he's like, turn it into a knife. It just like You were going to say something? No, I was just going to make a joke with your expense. All right, love that. <laughs> and for Ragnar. Yeah? Well, let's see... I have a bunch of nice little outfits. I could definitely work on So I whisper to Judy, make it a sailor suit. <gasps> All right, darling. White or blue? White and blue. White and blue. She snaps and a child sailor suit shows up on you. Again? With colorful shoes to match. And bells on the back of the heels. So I have to wear the shoes. They go so well, though. You look so adorable. You know, Judy, though, the bells. I mean, what, we don't. He's not a cat that we need to alert people. He's used to being snatched. Actually, he, we should probably alert people that uh, Ragnar's coming along. I do have a hat side, buddy. I do have a hat that has a flag on it, if you prefer. Like, like, like a, like a dune buggy flag? <laughs> <laughs> Those recumbent bicycles have so you can see them coming in the bike lane. Oh, so much. Bless you guys, but goddamn. Can, can I attach the flag to my glaive? So it's just like, so no weapons at this party, darling. Oh, shit. I was right up. <laughs> so rise in. Sorry, sweetheart. Well... For you, I will I will wear whatever you deem necessary for me. Oh, he's just so cute. I, I feel like it's, the sailor suit is doing justice, but we could do more. How about adorable? We could do adorable. How about a bow tie? A bow tie. A nice, big, blue, starry bow tie. She points and a bow tie shows up, and it's 
barely takes up most of your chest. <laughs> I mean, if we wanted to do adorable, we could do like a little panda suit. Black and white. Still just trying to upset him? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I think he looks fantastic. I, I'm, I'm cool with just the bow tie. And nothing else. Mm. Zalius. <laughs> I love this guy. You can't stop him. <laughs> I, maybe in another time, darling, in some hidden back rooms. Uh, I have wait, some. What? I have some <laughs> friends who find your people very fetching, and for a certain price. What? Moving on. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about the Colton Tales? <laughs> Coat and tails for him? Well, of course. Uh, he is very young. You will see him. Isn't well, he going to be a scholar at um, at the uh, university? Yeah. So yeah, he so oh, should look... Oh, like a university vegetable. uniform. I love that. I, I get a tail? No. Yes. <laughs> she oh snaps again and someone Think of like a... ACDC? Yes. No, I'm thinking... <laughs> when she heard like child academia kind of thing, she snaps and... What you're wearing is almost like a elementary schooler Asian style kids outfit with a top hat. A yellow. Yeah. <laughs> that gets worse case. and worse. Yeah. Yeah. Do you prefer this or the sailor suit? I'll go this. Okay. Wow. <laughs> now, Sarai, darling, we, we are gonna have to dress you up, unfortunately. Make her wear a dress. You are gonna have to wear a dress. Sarai will fucking so. <laughs> give, give her a lot of makeup. She's not 100% opposed to it. Give her a lot of makeup and do her hair. Make she, her perfume. Only thing she wants is to have a weapon somewhere. You really. With, you, doesn't she you have feel horns? naked without a weapon? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, you know, what about a hairpin? Well, what about no weapons? We're going to a party, we're not going to a battle. Exactly. Clearly you haven't done enough social activity. They're kind of the same thing. Depending on the party. No, they're not! Sarai has never been to a party that hasn't needed weapons at some point. Oh, that's a good point. Judy, if there's no weapons, then I guess the guns have to go. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Algernon does that thing where you like rub a fighter's shoulder. <laughs> He's like, look at this guy. He's ready to go. Cricket gets baby powder. He's just rubbing it on the bicep. <laughs> no, it would be even better if he just like pours a bunch of it into the cricket just pours a bunch of it into his hand. Just <laughs> doesn't know what he's supposed to do. With it. I'm thinking He's got blue to match that beautiful skin of yours. We'll do something dark. We'll do something sheep. We'll do something that shows plenty of leg. Fantastic! She snaps in a nice blue gown that seems to have magical stars sparkling on the very bottom of it. Shows up, and you, there's no jewelry on top of any portion of you. She says, jewelry doesn't do you much justice, darling. Apologies. That's fine, she just talk it in. But I'm very much a big fan of belts for you. She snaps again, and three different colored belts are around your waist. Love it. Absolutely love it. Now, I'm going to go change. Y'all discuss among yourselves how you feel like you want to best carry yourselves at this party for the gods. All right, then. All right, so here's my Joe Shepard. Are you or are you not completely caught up on RuPaul? I am just not. given the entire thing. <laughs> you just did it. I am not. I, I do want to catch up. <laughs> so at this party, uh, we just got... I, I want to find out what our next play is, guys. We know Jermond is bad, but we don't know what his endgame is. We don't know what's going on. There's the Pope. 
uh, Kang's son. I I just feel like we should start focusing on that, the sword, and seeing how we can stop Jormond and prevent the world from collapsing on itself. How do we know Jormond is the one calling? He certainly, well, he was there, and he seemed to use that uh, Arachne as an excellent distraction. We don't know he didn't take down the world tree. Didn't he also help us kill it? I feel like he did that. anyway. Yeah, so. But was, he could have done that to distract us for our own means. Like, maybe it helped him. I think we need more information. I think we just need more information, too. I agree. But, as far as his party is concerned, just enjoy the party. Are so you like, just going to enjoy the party? I'm going to try my best. Apparently. I'll do both. <laughs> you know, the, those belts, you could pull them off using those weapon. So, it's, it's not, not like you're completely in vessels. So, ride will strap her vessel uh, uh, dagger to the side. Uh, like showing, or yeah. you're hiding it? No, showing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's going to work out right. right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to work out right. Well, wait, what? Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Sarai is not worried about it. Okay. Good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, like, I unstrap my gun. So, mm. uh, I have a knife. You can keep all that shit on your person at all times. Mm-hmm. So, this, at this point, Judy's walking down a spiral staircase that has suddenly appeared in the middle of her shop. Whoa. Almost like she's recreating a fancy movie scene that she's might have seen through another dimension every now and again. Mm-hmm. And you guys can hear her lovely voice being like, Hello, boys and girls. She's got beautiful golden twirled locks following... She's got her beard has been braided in the most magnificent way where everything's centered and it perfectly frames her face. She's wearing this gorgeous pink and green dress that seems to just catch the attention with her curvy body that she's chosen for herself and high heels that definitely create a attention-grabbing sound every time she walks. She says... Are we all ready to be attendees of the most fabulous party of the century? Well, with you looking like that, how couldn't we be? Of course. She... And the shop just kind of disappears around you guys, and you guys are kind of in the middle of this pitch-black dimension where a carriage made of solid gold being pulled by these translucent griffins pulls up to the side of you guys. The doors spring open. She says... On your way, darlings. Let's all go. All right, I get in the carriage. I hold my arm out for Judy. She takes it with gusto. Ooh. I'll enter. Yeah. Yep. I I jump on up. Get it. Perfect. I so, thought you were gonna try and ride the Griffin. Not gonna lie. I, I low key thought you were too. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had enough to drink yet. All right. Maybe on the way home. Yet. <laughs> so. She starts to, so the carriage starts to move, and when you guys are sitting down, she's like, of course I think you guys will have plenty of questions on the way, but let me just read you the fabulous invitation my good buddy sent me, who's the host of this fabulous party. So a letter appears in the middle of her hands. Oh, you actually have the letter, and it looks like it was all calligraphy? Beautiful. (laughs) And her voice changes for some reason. You guys hear, Friends of the Greater Plains, and everywhere else, you are cordially invited to a small gathering to celebrate the new cosmic year. I invite you to my home, the dimension of festivities, to join in revelry, song, dance, 
And if you party games, as an honored guest, please feel free to bring with you a small entourage of mortals or like thereof. One of your choosing, of course, and one's under your protection. If they are not under your protection, you bring them anyway, well, please do keep an eye on them. Thank you for coming to celebrate this new cosmic year. Your gracious host, Belil, god of poetry and song. Can you spell that? M-I-L-I-L. Uh, so, Judy, that was amazing. Are we under your, We are under your protection at this party, correct? That was not the question I was going to ask. Of course. I wouldn't ever invite you to something I deem that dangerous. Oh, okay. Just checking. Also, you expect this to be dangerous. Uh, maybe. It's a gathering of gods, and you know how haughty they can be. Sure, I guess a party's a party, right? But no, as long as, you know, everyone sees you walk in with me, no one will touch you, as far as I think. Hmm? But why us? Because, one, Algernop is a close personal friend of mine, and I absolutely adore him. Iceland, you might gain a couple things while we're at said party, might benefit you in certain ways with the current state of your kingdom and all that. Ragnar, mm-hmm. buddy, yeah. I just want you to have a good time. I've never been to anything even remotely close to this, so this will be a new experience for me. And Sarai, I just think you need to have fun every now and again. <laughs> I like how Judy I kind of fun. absorbed the voice. <laughs> Do you, though? As I want you to find fun. Hmm. How long is this journey going to be? Oh, we're almost there. Oh, so she points out the window, and you guys can see that the pitch black dimension that you guys are currently riding on, a rainbow bridge is what the carriage is currently riding on Mm. top of, and it's taking you to this large mansion that's just sitting in the very middle. And as you guys are approaching, you hear the same voice that Judy was portraying in the letter starting to play in your heads as you get closer. And it's a descriptor to the mansion. My friends, the mansion, my mansion, stands as a testament to the wealth and social standings of its inhabitants. It boasts a commanding presence with its impressive size and intricate architectural design. As you approach the mansion, you are greeted and you will be greeted by a meticulous landscape, garden adorned with vibrant flowers, neatly trimmed hedges, and a winding gravel path that leads to my grand entrance. The exterior of the mansion showcases the characteristic features of one of my favorite eras, the Victorian architectural era, of course. It is a multi-story structure with a symmetrical facade, often constructed using brick or stone, but I can't tell you what materials I use for it, of course. Elaborate decorative elements adorning every single piece, every single woodwork, and ornate columns, handcrafted by the best artisans of the multiverse. The mansion's roof is also steeply pitched with gables and dormer windows that add to its imposing appearances. Now, as you come up to my mansion, I hope you do feel absolutely welcomed. And that's when you guys pull it to the side and you see a kind of a husky man with a monocle in one eye. He's got these, he's got, uh, his hair is parted down the center. Uh, blonde, but it seems to be colored in different vibrant colors. He's um, wearing, I want to say, not a Victorian era kind of noble's outfit. Think of, uh, 
think of respectable Southern type of outfit. Colonel Sanders almost. <laughs> no. Very fancy. Black suit and tie type deal. Uh, a little bit of jowls thing going on with him, too. Oh, yeah. But he welcomes you in, in the same voice, almost like a continuation of the things, of what you guys are hearing in your heads. He says, I so do welcome you to the dimension in my mansion of festivities, autumn, culture. Please, come on in, take a seat, enjoy the food and the festivities. That's when it stops these men who are all gold-encrusted people wearing... None of them got shirts on. They only got pants and nice shoes on. Mm-hmm. Welcome, you guys, and pulling open the doors bowing over and Judy walks out holding Algernon's arm and she's like Malil! Darling it is so good to see you! Malil responds Oh Judy 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 don't you look like the bell of a ball now please introduce me to your Algernon compatriots worshippers how would you refer to this? And in the biggest brightest smile you guys have ever seen on Judy's face she's like these, Malil, are my deepest friends. I introduce you to Algernot Bellacor. I reach out my hand and shake. In response, he shakes and he says, It is a pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you too, good sir. I can almost tell you are refined with dignitary and mannerisms. And I welcome you into my humble abode. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. I'm very much looking forward to this. I am too. It's not often you get to celebrate a cosmic year around mortals. It's not a very often I get to celebrate a cosmic year among gods. <laughs> and she continues down the line. This is my great friend, Iceland of the Rosewood. Hi. Miss Iceland of the Rosewood. He holds out his hand in a gentlemanly fashion. And of course I take it and... He kisses the top and he says... Bow. A lady of such beauty... Love your dress. Well, thank you. Judy actually helped me uh, pick it out. You look fantastic, darling. Welcome you to my home. Thank you. It's a beautiful home. Though, what is Victorian? It's an era that I so enjoy. Especially if it's... A different dimension? Yeah. Oh. It's from a different dimension I watch every now and again. It's in this weird spot right now, that dimension I watch, with all this war and... Something about cultural differences. Um, don't worry about it. Oh, no. Uh, no. And who's this bright-eyed little wonder? Judy pushes Ragnar up a little bit. <laughs> says, this is Ragnar Knucklebuster. This place is insane. Well, thank you, my tiny friend. Uh, I am Malil. I just kind of, like, <clears throat> try to stand up as straight as I possibly can, kind of, like, tug on the shirt a little bit, and uh, I'm stumbling around, not sure what to do, so I kind of, like, give, like, a little curtsy. <laughs> he was like, uh, he responds in a curtsy back. He says, Well, I do appreciate your good tidings and your mannerisms, my little young friend, and I so hope you enjoy all the food and the festivities I'm offering in my mansion. Where's the food? I like this one. He's very cool. Oh, he's amazing. And finally, <laughs> and finally, of course, Judy brings a rule breaker to the party. Judy looks at <laughs> Sarai and says, Sarai, is that a uh, knife? What's that? Oh, how'd that get there? Oh, don't worry, good friend. You just hand it to my <clears throat> muscly servant over there, and he'll be more than happy to keep it for safekeeping. 
grudgingly takes it off. So when the <laughs> golden servant takes it, he just kind of absorbs it into his body. Oh, okay. Do they all look the same? Yeah, they all look the same. They're all the same <laughs> eight-foot-tall, golden-bodied men, not wearing shirts, but they have the bow tie. Are we getting, like, a Grecian statue, but gold kind of look from these guys? Yeah. Okay. I was imagining, like, they all look kind of like the Oscar statue. Oh, that's better. <laughs> that's oh, awesome. Let's go with that. Better. I like that better. Yeah, mm. Faceless. So, these guys get to wear, like, get to go with no shirt, but I have to wear this. Don't look at me, man. Yeah. I don't make some loose. <laughs> now, finally, please introduce me. So, Jade responds, says, This is Sarai. Sarai. Lilith. My lady. Takes your hand and kisses it and says, I do welcome you to my humble abode. Please enjoy yourself. Sarai looks very uncomfortable when she says thank you. <laughs> I hope you'll be more welcoming with you in the future. It is, after all, a new cosmic year. Once every 500 years, we gather together. And as Melilla is talking, the stairs that you guys were on almost act like an escalator and start to carry just out. Jetsons over there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just being slowly <laughs> up the uh, staircase. And he's continuing with his little riff of the Cosmic Year and said, This new Cosmic Year happens once every 500 years, as most of you will know. It's uh, mostly a tiding of good things for us gods. It uh, helps us, you know, keep time in our own heads with everything that we got going on. I'd like to roll perception on if this person has any, like, other things on his mind as he's talking about the gods. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm starting with 15 plus 21. So he does seem a tad bit distracted. But as far as you can tell, maybe that distraction might be from him planning such a big party. Because as you guys are going up, you guys can... You read the invitation said small gathering. You guys are getting there, and it is not a small gathering. Think like Gatsby, the great Gatsby kind of party, what was currently happening right now. There's song, dance, festivities all happening around... Music is just blasting throughout the entire place, but you guys are getting closer and closer to the entrance, and he's speaking again into your minds like he was doing before. He says, You know, as we move through my mansion, I want to just give you a quick mental tour since the party's currently going on, but we want you all to enjoy yourselves. As you move through my mansion, you'll encounter spacious and lavish decorated room. The drawing room is a place of utmost refinement, featuring plush, unupholstered furniture. In <laughs> intricately carved fireplaces and large windows draped with luxurious curtains that set quite a good fortune on that, if you know what I mean. Uh, dining room is used grand over a long, polished table adorned with fine china, crystal glassware, and silverware. A grand staircase often adorned with my ornate handrails. This is rubbing his hands on top of the handrails ever so gallantly. Quite amazing. Thank you, thank you. Of course, there are plenty of other rooms in which you can enjoy yourselves, or if you need to take a moment to yourself as well. Libraries, billiard room, conservatory, my favorite studies, anything like that. Please help yourself to anything in the mansion. No room is currently off limits. Even bedrooms if you need to have a lie down. Does time move differently in this dimension? Of course, of course. I don't understand how time works in the dimension y'all came from. Which uh, which plane of existence did you, did you bring these people from, Judy? I brought them from Corvus. Oh, y'all from Corvus. 
Yes. Greater plains. It's beautiful. Or at least... And then she just doesn't finish her sentence. Well, I do hope y'all enjoy yourselves. Please enjoy the party. I have to go mingle, if you'll understand. Can I make a, a recommendation? Yeah. How about we all go around and kind of paint like a little vignette of something that is happening at this party? Yeah. Just some of the weird, esoteric, oh. god party stuff that might be going on. That's a perfect suggestion. Okay. I obviously have something to mind. So, <laughs> How about? Um, we're going to start with Algernon. You guys have, by the way, we've reached the point you guys have entered the mansion. Uh, the party is currently going on. You guys are free to interact with whatever is going on. Uh, at this point, I'll say that you guys do see a couple people of interest here and there. Uh, but we'll start with sure. Algernon, of course. Um, in, I guess, one of the drawing rooms, or like one of the games rooms, that people are playing billiards, um, like chess and stuff like that. But the in the center of the room, there are two strange elemental-looking beings... Mm-hmm. Who are engaged in a in a game? It, it becomes clear that it's some kind of game where they're slinging spheres that go around them and orbit. <laughs> and each one of them, they're they're designing these orbits as if they themselves are the sun in a tiny galaxy. And I imagine maybe one of them is kind of like a fiery sort of elemental, maybe an earth and one, and they're. They keep deploying these planetoids, and in a second, one of them just careens directly into the other one, smashes into dust. And uh, the Earth Elemental. Damn it! Got me again! (laughs) (laughs) You better pay up, sonny boy! That's two quasars on the table! Triple or nothing! Triple or nothing? Triple or nothing! Buddy, buddy, buddy! You are over two right now! You sure you're doing this right? I'm feeling good. Well. I guess I can always take all of your money. We'll see about that. Pony up, let's go. Let's go! I like how he's out and out back and forth. <laughs> Who uh, wants to go, go next? I guess I would. I just will. So Isolin has is feeling very overwhelmed, and this is just sensory overload. So she's just trying to figure out where the conservatory is because she needs to be near plants and talk to trees, and she wants to maybe see if these trees have anything to say. So when you get to the conservatory... What you actually see is that majority of the conservatory, so this, what would have been a large indoor garden mm-hmm. that you would have walked into. It's almost like the entire place has frozen over. And you see these two beautiful-looking women at the very center of this conservatory, touching the plants. They're discussing something among themselves. The uh, shorter of the two women, she's about half the height of the other gal, like sitting about four foot six. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big, puffy blue dress, white hair draped over, a tiny little hat just sitting on top. She's talking to the taller lady, almost like she's trying to talk down to her a little bit. (laughs) But every now and again, it's just one syllable words here and there. and just, Sheen, this is not good. We need, this is not our home. I think we've done too much damage, don't you think? I don't think we've damaged anything just brought a little bit of chill into the environment. It's needed in the atmosphere every now and then. I hope Malil is okay with all this. I know he really does love his mansion. Oh, we have a guest. Hi. Why is it winter here? The plants are dying. They're not talking. They're not dying. They're just... Hibernating. Paused for a moment. Hibernating. 
I roll perception to see if that's true or if they've killed the plant. <laughs> I just got a nat 20. <gasps> they are frozen. Like, everything about them is frozen, and it almost feels like their time is frozen, too. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, will they wake up in their season? Oh, I'm sorry. My, I'm Iceland. I'm here with someone. Um, what is your name? I'm Fasheen. Hi, Fasheen. It's nice to make your acquaintance. And Fasheen, introduce me, please. Oh, apologies. Uh, which one are you? Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> Your goddess. <laughs> May I present Aru? Oh, hello. The goddess of the winter. She oh. holds out her hand, expecting you to, you know, supplicate. Yeah. I just say, oh, it is lovely to make your acquaintance. I am Iceland of the Rosewood from Corvos of Kestel. Oh, aren't you from Corvos, is she? Or Corvos. Mm. Yes, an unfortunate fact. Oh, where are you from in Corpus? Kessler. Oh, no. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, she hasn't been back in a while. She uh, travels with me a lot. Oh. I don't don't like going to Corpus very much. A lot of things happening these days, as you know. I do. Um, I'm actually kind of worried about it there. Have you heard anything about what's going on? Troubles with the Outer Gods. Incredibly you guys have so. some Eldritch beings trying to take over here and there. I'm going to try and roll A persuasion. city full of crime. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to clarify. I was just suggesting making vignettes. Yeah. I going into play in. Well, I wanted things. to make sure I get these two. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. So I'll come back to roll and deal yeah. with all that. So I'm in the conservatory marveling at winter and Elsa. Who wants to go next? Basically. Wants to make a vignette. I'll, I'll go. Okay. So, what's your vignette? I was a drinking contest. <laughs> I, I, I place yourself in this. Just like yeah. something no, else. I'm, I'm, see here. I'm, I'm looking good. around and, and just trying to easier for them. Try and keep an eye out for anything that could be used as a weapon, just in case things go awry. <laughs> and uh, I notice the the room that Algernoff goes into with the guys playing the game, and I'm, I look around to see if there's any kind of like a like a dark game or something. It basically any kind of game that has something sharp. <laughs> you sound like me. <laughs> and uh, so I, I three of you. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, what are you going to do? Fight these gods? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so then I... I bleed, you can kill it. <laughs> they don't bleed! <laughs> There's only one way to find out. But then I, 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 I see somebody walking towards a wall, and then he walks through it. Mm-hmm. So now I'm I'm just over looking at the wall trying to figure out how to get through this wall. Science. Do you walk through the wall? Well, I'm I'm like touching the wall and I and you obviously can't. my I, my hands aren't going through it. But I'm trying to figure out like there's got to be a way. He did this. I can do this too. It's just and, a moment of party going. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so just like, cut away like, to two people and be like, somebody's had too much to drink. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. This little creature. Yeah, so <laughs> this little creature Dewey. What is Dewey's pet doing? <laughs> so, some sort of rodents. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm just now looking at this wall, touching the wall, trying to figure out how to get through it. Because I saw somebody, somebody taps you on the shoulder and is like, well, go on then, lad. Give it a good running start. Oh, is that how you do it? Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you say? 
Do it. Do it. Give you five quasars that he knocks himself out. Come on. <laughs> I give you. I give you ten that he runs through the wall. He looks bony and strong. He looks muscly. Done. Let's Done. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, totally. Just you got to get a riding start. Start, start at the other side of the room. Okay, I was gonna ask, how far do you think I should go? Yeah, okay. start at the other as side. As far as you can. Okay. Head first. Head, head first. Head first. Head first. Head first. I don't know. I don't know if I should go head first. Really? No, 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 no. So it only works because you have to use your mind. To go That's the right. You gotta use your mind. You gotta use your you know, mind. That makes sense. <laughs> see, see. Now I can just see Ragnar okay. like okay. this is he's what a lot smarter than we thought he was. Brilliant. Okay. Brilliant. Really good guy. I got this. Roll a strength check. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, please. There's like 20. twenty people watching. Now. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's just like even oh. the people who are playing the game. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. The, 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 the balls are still oiling, <laughs> yeah. but they're still. It's like paused. Yeah, hovering. Oh, is this one of your new oh. dice that you got? Yeah. Ooh. I got a plus five my strength too. So it doesn't matter if you're rolling that one though. <laughs> no, but we don't know if these walls are made of. True. True. Uh, Space and time. Now, Probably. Can I use athletics for this, or strength? <laughs> he said strength check. Uh, sure, athletics. I'll, I'll say yeah. Okay. Fuck Sixteen. You go with athletics. Yeah, I rolled an eight. I get. I have a plus eight to my to my athletics. Yeah, you roll or no? So you barrel into this wall at full force. Crack your nose. <laughs> Blood is slurring everywhere, but you don't knock out. Slurring, I love it. <laughs> Just gushing blood right now. Take 1d8 a day. <laughs> Looks like it's a wash, Salad. Yeah. Alright, let's go find another room. <laughs> I mean, we have this one. Do you think we can get him to do anything else? Oh, God. How about you try again? Yeah. I don't think you approached it correctly. It's, maybe you didn't do it at the right angle. That's right. It's got to be the right angle. What do you guys have to drink here? Ah, oh, that's uh, right. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You should join in on the drinking games going downstairs. What? How do I get there? Well, you just keep jumping. <laughs> You're going to get a good running start at that wall, boy. So what's Sarai doing? You know, Sarai. What um, do you see? Well, so, first I'd like to do a relationship, I guess, to see if she understands what this five-minute cosmic is. Sure. If she has any idea of what, what it signifies. Uh, so, right now. As far as you know, it represents their the god's calendar. So, you know, there's a mortal calendar that's 365 days right. for us. Okay. Theirs is the cosmic year, which okay. is something completely different that is above your portal understanding. Makes sense. Um, so Sarai's probably hanging out near the refreshments, and she observes uh, a couple of gods that are hanging out, probably like the punch bowl, whatever said the punch bowl, right? Um, like, uh, stars. I'm thinking you're probably. It's <laughs> full of um, stars. Well, I think, like, it's a big pink punch bowl. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's like a, like a Greco-Roman god. Like, looks like he's carved out of marble, mm-hmm. right? And then, like, a, a, like a woman looks very Egyptian, kind of. Yeah. And they're having a discussion. And between them is, like, a literal solar system. You can see a sun and planets. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and whatnot. And they're like focusing on it intending, right? Having a discussion about it. And the, the woman goes, I have an idea. She grabs one of the planets, one of the little rocky planets, takes it, dunks it into the punch bowl. <laughs> so now it's covered in water, takes it out, puts it back in orbit, and now it starts like turning green. You know, I think you fixed the problem. They were getting a little uppity for themselves. That's what I was thinking. Oh, you know. Did he just kill Earth? And followed in the footsteps of Noah, I believe. Oh. All right. But you made sure to keep, like, two alive to repopulate, right? Two of each animal. All right. Yeah. As only two. <laughs> That's <laughs> not weird at all. <laughs> just two. <laughs> That's right. Can't let things get too weird down there. You know, I tried to do this. You gotta keep them in line sometimes. Every now and again, you know, I tried to do this whole thing where it just kept cloning the same bro over and over again. It didn't work out. (laughs) Bro, (laughs) bros are the worst. Bros are the worst. Yeah, you can't have a planet full of bros. (laughs) Even one bro is too much. Okay, bro. It starts to spread. (laughs) It's like a virus. Well, you know, man spread. Algernon, we're gonna go to you now. Sure. So you're in the middle of. Well, where do you think Algernon is right now? Uh, Algernon's wherever Judy is. Okay. So he is a studious date. He's been to a lot of these social functions before and knows how to act. So you and Judy are together. You guys are in the middle of one of the grand galas mm-hmm. in the mansion. Uh, you know, huge centerpiece in the middle of the room. There's dancing. There's Fessy. Everyone's talking with each other. Uh, Judy every now and again is introducing you to a different god, and finally she comes up to these two very elderly looking men <clears throat> and you almost recognize one of them but before you can say anything she says Algernon, this is Azuth, god of wizards Azuth, how are you doing? and Azuth says, well, you know my sciatica is back but uh, <coughs> I'm doing okay hip gave out last week but I uh, popped that back into place and got a new one and the other old man is just looking at Algernon's Karadronov, it's so good to see you again. Don't you, you recognize me, right? Yeah, does he have bionic legs yet, or what? Yeah. <laughs> and he's still got his coat glasses. What was this guy's name? Oh, God, from the, like, the first, like, the second game? Uh, Norman? Yeah. That's right. The wizard? That. Norman. It's good to see you. Algernon. I'm so happy you remembered me. It was really tough without my legs, but uh, I found some new ones, you know? I copied your hydraulic design. Thought it would give me a good step up, you know, over all the young guys at the tower. I bet they're good for kicking ass, too, am I right? Up top. Up top. Ow, my wrist. (laughs) (laughs) I was born with glass bones. (laughs) <laughs> awesome, that's why you always it. <laughs> it's so good to see you at this party of the gods. And Judy kind of lets you go and says, Talk to your friend, I'll come pick you up in a second. Okay? Absolutely. And she takes Azuth to the side so that they can discuss whatever they're about to discuss. He says, oh, I didn't think I'd see you here at the, you know, cosmic year of the gods. Isn't it incredible? And we sort of locked into it. What are you doing here? Oh, I. I didn't tell you. Uh, after you left and I had my grand divination, uh, Azuth 
as magnificent as he is, spoke to me and told me that if I devoted everything I am to him, I could become his new apostle. And that's why I'm here. I'm like some of the other apostles that are here, you know, some of the other mortals. Wow, what a promotion. I know, it was incredible. I didn't think you It was knowledge of the cosmos I didn't think I'd ever have been flooding into my head, but not in a way where it overloads me. I could process everything. It is almost like I have four minds now. Each thing is thinking about something else. The gods are wonderful human beings. They're amazing, and they're, you know, well, almost all of them, but it... Well, I some exceptions. And, you know, as you probably already heard, but some of the exceptions got invited to the party. I did not hear that. Oh. Which exceptions do you mean? Are you in here? No. Malil invited Ravada as a olive branch. Oh. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I think that I need to warn my comrades. Is that all? Oh, this is... So happy to see you. We're not so happy to see you too, of course not. No, absolutely. We, we got it. We got it. Ravada and who else? I was just him. He's the only one that accepted the invitation. How old? I mean, you know, <laughs> I did. I was hoping he wouldn't even show up in the first place. But uh, no, I mean, he has one. So it's refused an invitation from the part of the fourth week. Oh, it's incredibly, incredibly rude. The little's so nice. Yeah, he seems cool. Anyways, it was wonderful catching up with you. I think Azuth is beckoning me over uh, to talk to some of these other apostles, but I, he, he takes your hand again with a shaky wrist, and he's just like, ah, oh, so good to see you, and touch these hands of yours again. Yeah, let me know if he's hiring. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I walk away. <laughs> so now we're going to spring to Iceland, who's still talking to the goddess of winter and her apostle. It's so you're with the goddess of winter, basically. Do you always freeze in every plant you see? Do you come from a wintry realm? I don't freeze every plant I see, but sometimes the atmosphere has a little bit too much heat for my taste. Um, well, I can understand atmosphere being important. I don't hear them talking. They do seem okay, though, so that's good, I suppose. I can hear trees. I talk to them sometimes. Oh, what an interesting gift you have. It's useful from time to time. Ask her if she talks to the world tree. Oh. Oh. Do you, then? The world tree? Do you talk to it? I did. It died. Did it? One castle burned down. It was attacked. It was sad. Let the world tree of Corvus die? Aren't there other. Judy said there were other points of holding to the world. There are other lynchments, but that was your only living one, like, and alive lynchment. You understand that, right? I do now. We didn't know it was under attack. There was a different battle going on, and we were. Well, I'm pretty sure that we were being deployed as a distraction while it was attacked in hindsight. Attacked by who? I don't know. I don't know who it's talking about. One of the other outer gods? Possibly. I actually am trying to find one of the disciples of one. His name is Jormond. Wretched, awful thing he is. I don't know a Jormond. You ever heard of somebody named Jormond? Not that I can recollect. 
Mm. Apologies. It's okay. So many gods, you know. I am very impressed by the volume of gods here, for sure, but I'm delighted to make your acquaintance and of your lovely apostle. Um, do you know you about world can trees? See. Can they come back? So while you're asking that question, that's when you guys see Malil has finally made his way into the conservatory. Mm. So, well, I uh, do appreciate that you decided to do some decorating in my fabulous inner gardens. <laughs> Uh, Aru, could I speak to you in private? And, uh, Aru nods at him. They kind of walk off, and before he leaves, it's like, Oh, uh, of course, if you two need anything, I think my own apostle is around here somewhere. I'll send her to you when I get the chance. Oh. And we're going to chime into Ragnar real quick, and that's when a... Small uh, halfling dressed in full butler garb, loose strapped to their back, walks up to you and is trying to help you find the drinking games. Helps you off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how many times have you hit that wall? Just once so far. Hmm. It's a rather big blitz. The fact that he didn't knock out sucks. Not I would have. I would have rather Not lost. Not gentlemen, enough times. gentlemen, there is. A new game of Galaxy Pool starting two rooms that way, if you're interested. You know, even if you are just a little mortal, I kind of like this one. Why don't we get an apostle like this? Oh, we got. We need more apostles like this. Oh, are you flattered. looking for a new job? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm... <laughs> are you happy. sure? I'm very happy in service at Malo Malil. Oh. Can't mess with Malil. Can't person. mess with Malil. All right. So you said another yeah, Cosmic Pool? That'd be the worst mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Cosmic Pool? Cosmic Pool. So they walk away. I, I'm helping Ragnar up off the ground. And oh, thanks. Take out a take out a cloth to wipe his blood off the wall. Holding. <laughs> Sorry, that's a lot of blood. It's alright. <laughs> Not the first time, we'll be the last. Apologizing <laughs> for it. Sorry, I'm sorry, blood effort. I make me bleed my own blood. <laughs> I thought I could make it through. It didn't look that hard. Well, the varnish kept the wood protected, and you didn't get any on the carpet, which I appreciate. It was just wood. <laughs> I should have been able to break through that. Damn it! You here with us, Juan Ragnar? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm here with Judy. Oh, Judy, yeah. a very good friend of mine. Izumita! Izumita! Yes, that's, uh, the, uh, other two gods and some of the other people saying you need to take this young gnome to the drinking festivities downstairs. Hmm. Do you need help finding the way? I mean, of course, it's your home. I do believe I'm capable of finding the way to Thank you, though. You have a great day, Izumita. Always good to see my little apostle. This one just kind of walks away as well. What, what, what kind of, you know, drink? Is the competition for? What do you have in mind? Usually, I just go for some, something like pumpkin flavored. <laughs> oh! But but I, I'm, I'm at a god party. You're still a basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, there's, your, really... there's your title of this: God Party, still a basic bitch. <laughs> what kinds of pumpkins do you need? <laughs> we have we have some we have pumpkins from many different dimensions here. Oh my god, there are more than one? Of course! You could drink distilled nuclear inferno and you're still asking about pumpkins. Wait, 
So how many How many options are there here? And she just kind of pushed her hand on your back as she's leading you down the hallway to to the drinking festivities. She's like, well, we have sweet pumpkins and spicy pumpkins. We have gourd pumpkins. We have pumpkins that are already flavored like pumpkin pie. And just continuing onward. So as you're getting I can close. show you the world. <laughs> I can Everything. show you the alcohol. Everything is a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> passed out. Looks like you, my good man, are fine. Only small abrasions to the head. Hey, uh, Izumita, you might want to get a handle on that. Some of these uh, gods are tricking the mortals into running into the walls again. Oh, Distantly, yeah. there's a crash. Pay <laughs> <laughs> uh, up! Ten quasars! Double or nothing! We get one more! You're on! <laughs> Thank you, George. I will go handle that. Ragnar, my man! What has been going on with you lately? Oh man, uh, I'm, I almost died. Oh, the best way a barbarian can go is through death and battle. You have to tell me if it was through battle. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> Absolutely. I <laughs> <laughs> slipped in the shower. <laughs> These damn constricting creatures that just kept wrapping around me and just attacking me. But thankfully, you you remember Iceland, Algenop, Sarai? They yeah, were, they were able to help me out. Uh, pretty elf lady, robo daddy guy, yeah, and dangerous looking team lady. Yeah. <laughs> Don't spit it. <laughs> Why is everybody calling? <laughs> it's been a while. It, it has been everybody. a while. How did Torch get this one? <laughs> he was there with the facilities when you know people were yelling both. Okay. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Sort of one came up with it. Yeah. Zora was in town, so... Sorry to, to actually back... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, sure, okay. <laughs> well, you know, me, it sounds like you've had some crazy times. I've had some crazy times, too. Recently became an apostle of a god. Shit, that was that? fucking awesome. How'd you get that? Oh, I beat the other guy. Oh, that makes sense. With my bare knuckles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, beat the apostle of Tempest, god of war. Yeah. Is I that ate him up, and I ate him alive. Okay. Awesome. Oh, oh. I... Took a bite out of a griffin heart, uh, I, like a, about a week after after I met you. It was that night. <laughs> it was actually that night. It was actually that night. Yeah, yeah but he doesn't remember. That's true. He's like, he just he has a concussion right now. A gnome after my own heart. He can play on. Hold yeah, yeah. That's my own confession. <laughs> yeah. Gnome after my own heart. Ragnar, I knew I was always. Have you been getting good use out of that wolf toad in my game? <laughs> Sir, 
I am 88 years old. If I would have died young, I would have died before then. Could you please put me down? This is embarrassing. <laughs> he puts him down. He's like, oh, don't get big bridges, Primorn. How tall is Malar? I like this guy. <laughs> Primorn or? Malar. Malar's like eight feet. Eight okay. feet six. Primorn is like a small dragon? He's a dragonborn who stands at six feet tall. He was just making fun of him. Okay, but he still just picks him up. Like, yeah. Scrub the neck. Because well, I picture like a little thing. Like, he's holding this little guy. I'm like, is he like 20 feet tall or is this like a really small dragon? I love that it's a huge guy picking up also a huge guy. <laughs> Another huge guy, yeah, that's even funny. He's just, it's, it's nice to meet you. I'm Primorn, the current apostle of the, uh, of Malar, my lord. My lord Malar, who uh, treats me very well, apparently not in front of others. What do you do? As an apostle. Oh, uh, well, he's the god of the hunt. I'm actually known as the current first hunter uh, among his religion. Uh, my job is to go hunt down any legendary beasts, any targets that he provides me, things like that. Just last week, I had him hunt down this dreaded Hydra thing. It was awesome! He made me hunt down the Hydra. Solo. Almost died. How did you solve the Hydra problem? Well, I uh, cut off as many heads as I could and then used my poisonous breath along with some magical fire to burn the necks shut. Okay. Eventually, after about three days worth of battle, I took care of it. Three long, dreaded days. You can see some trauma. <laughs> flashbacks in his eyes. Like, like thousand yards. Definitely Yeah. Three days. I'm sorry. Have we met? Wait, no, I mean, excuse me. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I'm fine now, I'm fine now. Of course you're fine, you're mine. Slaps him on the back and he falls over. <laughs> Just stumbles forward. Slap. Oh, and if it isn't, it's a meeting. It's a meeting. Come, come, come here, drink with us. I know you're playing servant. Servant gal right now, but you couldn't stand out a drink with some favorite god. We just got a meeting, uh... I'm sorry, I never actually caught your name. Sarai. Oh, this is Sarai, one of Judy's entourage. Nice to meet you, Sarai. I'm Izumita. I am in the service of our gracious host. Okay. So you're another of them. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Izumita runs this place with an iron fist, but, you know... Ooh. So is that your job as an apostle to, to take care of this man? It is. I like to make sure that everyone here comes through here has a good time. Okay. Have you enjoyed being an apostle? I feel it's a beneficial arrangement for both of us. Yeah, you gotta welcome everybody, huh? Even the, uh, <coughs> the scum of the outer lakes. <coughs> He's a guest in my master's home. What scum of that? Oh, you know, this. One of these, like, outer god folks. We trying to. We thought we were going to have a war, but Malil thought it was a good idea to extend the olive branch. I say we just kill him. But, you know, I'm only one voice in a sea of voices. Promorn is just saying, he's like, if we can solve things with diplomacy, Master, we definitely should. Everything can be solved with an arrow to the back of the head. Sarai nods in agreement. See? This one agrees with me. So, you want to be an apostle? I don't think about it. Huh, well... <laughs> he flings a gold coin at you with a symbol, with his symbol. It's got a beast cat face on one side and an arrow and the bow on the other. Okay. It says, 
You ever give it some serious thoughts, you have my number. Yeah. Like the Ethan the finger guns, yeah. yeah. Like, yo. How, how do I use this to combo? Oh! Uh, don't want to pull the Ragnar. Just have it. Hey, for, I don't know how it works. For more, how do the coins work again? I forgot. I <laughs> Sir, they. Let's see. Just, just find some. Just find some water. You can even do just like a bowl of water. Just put it in the bottom, and you'll be able to top it. Okay. It's super simple. I forget it every time. Because uh, I can't think of anything complicated. He's got throws his hand against his jacket. He's got more Pretty more just got done standing up and he's already back down on the ground. It's good to see him get all making friends. He's a meat tank. There's not enough food around here, by the way. Can you get some of your golden boys to bring out some more grub? Yeah, she just. They just start marching in with more snacks. Ah, oh, festivities. He just starts gorging himself and pretty more just kind of left there. He's like. Bags under his eyes. He looks like he hasn't had sleep in weeks. He's like, so you want to become a, want to become an apostle with me, huh? Just take some of the weight off my shoulders, please become an apostle. I'll think about it. I have some things I need to take care of first. Yeah, and it's more important, huh? I can help you. I can help you with that. I'm really good at what I do. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, what do you know about what's happening in Corpus? Corpus? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know everything about going on in Corpus right now. What do you know? Like, I was... The outer gods are invading and shit like that. Do you, do you know who killed the world tree? The world tree? Oh, wasn't that the void god? The 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 whale the whale person. I remember. Oh, what was their name? And as they're trying to remember, you guys are still talking. We're gonna spring back to Algernon. Sorry. Sorry. It's a it's a lot to manage in this. It is. There's just a lot going on. There is. Okay, Algernon. Find where we are at right now. So, you are still back in the gala. You can see that Azuth is still talking to Judy right now and kind of just waiting to get back in back. In the corner of your eye, you can actually see Ravada. Ah, uh, yeah, this is what I was going to ask about. So, what's Ravada up to? So, you can form his Ravada happier. So, he's in the form that you saw earlier. He's still wearing his gala, like, Eastern style drape clothing. Sure. No sword at his side, but a long, silvery hair and pale skin. And you see he's talking to a large, armored being. Black armor, horns protruding on both sides, standing at about nine feet tall. Can I do a religion on these? Religion. Religion on this guy? Yeah. Cool. Nice, I got 18. That would be Tempest, God of War. Uh, okay. Alright. So I'll, yeah, I'll go over to both of them. So when you get as you get closer, you want to roll perception check to see if you can eavesdrop a little bit before you walk up. Uh, no. Okay, so you just blatantly walk up. Yeah, bold as day. And you so ending argument that you hear is like, and it's coming from Tempest, and he's like, I'm tired of this scheming shit. If you're gonna start a fight, start a fucking fight. None of this pansy ass. And then they see you walk up. He's like, Oh, well, who are you? Oh, I'm Aldemar. Supposed to care, Ramada. <laughs> you asked. Ramada stops and is like, "I remember you, Algernon, from the cave. So right? That's alive. It's good to see you again. How have you been? Doing fine." And I reach out to shake his hand. He shakes it back because he still wants to be polite. And yeah. Tempest is just like, "Because you expect me to shake your hand too?" He holds it out. I shake his hand. 
And <laughs> Norman is not far behind you. He just walks up and like, oh, if you're my lord, Tempest, and Ravada. Ravada's like, I'm technically a god still. Oh, yes, excuse me. This is my, one of my colleagues. His name is Norman. Norman, Norman, Norman. Aren't you... Aren't you like the old man of Azul, of Azuth or whatever? Oh, it's so glad that you remember me, uh, my great Lord Tempest. And um, uh, I see you're talking to, uh, you know, uh, uh, Revava. This would be Revava. Thanks. Thank you, Alshon. You know what? In fact, I think I'm done here. I'm going to go find something else to do. Because obviously I'm not getting what I need here. And he kind of flips Tempest the bird <laughs> and walks Wait, away. Wait, Ravada? Yeah, Ravada flips Tempest the bird. And just leaves? Yeah. Oh, damn. Uh, and I look at Tempest and I'm like, what'd you do to him? I don't know how that's your business, but if you let me just revel you with a quick story real quick. Or let me just ask you a question. That's better for me. Let me ask you a question. Do you prefer when? Do you prefer? And he's he's in your face, like talking down at you right now. But he doesn't like mean me. It's just kind of how he is as a person. Sure. He's just talking. He's like, do you prefer that when somebody has beef with you, they got a problem with you, that they just walk up to your face and start that problem, or do you prefer when somebody schemes over and over again to trip you up from behind? If you're going to start a conflict, start a freaking conflict. None of this backdoor deal crap. That's what I'm about. I believe that it is in your own written rules of war to only take a fight that you can win. I've never lost a fight in my entire life. So you must understand it from his perspective. Right? If it were me and I had to say, fist fight you, do you think I would do such a thing? That would be madness. I, you have a problem with me? You are not understanding me. I am understanding what you're saying. What I'm trying to say is he actually has a problem that he's trying to start. And if he's going to come with a problem, you better be prepared to finish it. I suppose what I'm suggesting is that it may be the ways that you want it, but not the ways that he wants it. He would try to take a fight that he wants to fight. Not the fight you want to fight. Of course you want that. You know... Or whatever it is that you are, you, you have some pretty, you're pretty good with words. Oh, whatever it is, is very close. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't hate you. I don't understand you. Definitely don't hate though. Anyways, I see a pretty little filly over there. I'm gonna go uh, try my hand if you know what I mean. You don't. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> he. When he points, that's when you can see Iceland and Machine um, oh. kind of walking in. Which but soon after, okay. no, but soon after, Malil is walking arms with Azuth. Or not Azuth, uh, Arul. Uh, Shrek, I have a quick God question. Of, God of War. God of War. I was going to ask, who did Tempest? Uh, the Philly. Yeah, that's me. Oh. You'll see when he walks up to them. So, who's. Ravada's apostle? Does Ravada have an apostle here that I should know about? Oh, okay. So, is that really funny if that happens? 
<laughs> you know exactly. Anyway, yeah, I'm curious what's going on. I'll tail the audio. Okay. Um, so interesting. So um, have you been out of the core so, for very long? Uh, that's, that's when Tempest kind of walks up to the two of you and says, ladies, if you could please stand aside. Oh, okay. Um, I just take a step to the side of Yeah, I just kind of, kind of take a slide. And he blatantly walks up to Belil. And he says, well, it is a, a beautiful Arul. And Belil, it's uh, good to see you, I guess. Thank you for hosting such a party. Oh, well, you know, it's uh, absolutely fantastic to have you here, Tempest. Oh, if you were rude my guest a second ago, you didn't even get a chance to say hi. That's a lovely accident of the Rosewood. Isn't she a fetching little filly? And, of course, the ever-so-gorgeous apostle of uh, my little arm candy right here at Rue. Uh, she, you didn't even get a chance to say anything to the two of them. And he doesn't even take much mind, but he quickly takes a rule's hand and kisses it and says, You know, it's your beauty of the winters that makes all the conflict I have worth fighting for. Oh. This guy's not damaged in any way. It doesn't desperately need someone to fix him. <laughs> Ladies, it's not your responsibility, okay? No, it's not. You don't have to. You don't need a project, okay? Learn to crochet. Yeah, learn to crochet. <laughs> Work on a crochet project. You don't need to put this guy together. I'm friends with Um But um, and I just look over at her. Actually, I wanted to ask you, how did you become an apostle? I've actually been pondering that for a few Well, I've dedicated so much of my life to the study of the earth and its cycles. And there I found where I think most didn't find is a, a profound lack of balance. Mm. A lot of people shun the cold, but there's a subtle beauty there that is woefully unappreciated. It is wonderful how snow mutes sound and the pristineness of it in the winter on the trees. And they have to have their cycles, too, for their green to come back. Indeed. But do tell, did your god approach you? See, I've, unfortunately, under a bit of an association with a god I am not wanting to be, and would hope to make an alliance with a different one. So I was just wondering what steps caught your god's eye. Just devotional work? or I feel you've posed an impossible question. Oh. It is hard to know the thoughts of the gods. That's true. But what I can tell you with certainty is that they operate and decide on their own time and in their own way. As you say that, you hear a sound as a rule has slapped away Tempest's hand. <laughs> and we just snap our heads over, like, because we were enjoying, like, a moment or two, just enjoying a party conversation, and we're just like, uh, does, does, do people often do that to your god? Certain some god does. <laughs> Singular. <laughs> Certain some god. Multi-millennia <laughs> there, then, on his part anyway, yes? So, while you guys are chatting up, <laughs> yes. rule has uh, responded to Tempest and says, Not in a million ice agents. <laughs> oh, God. And, and even I, I'm just I like... I would rather be with one of those outer gods who are ten times more handsome than you. <gasps> wow. And, and, and we just literally did that <laughs> at the party because we're both like, Oh, no. Did you hear that? 
The Witcher may be cold, but the tea is piping hot. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when Malil and Arul walk in the complete opposite direction. Malil's like trying his best not to make eye contact. Because he's hiding a smirk. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's definitely hiding a smirk. And Arul looks back at uh, Fasheen. She says, Have whatever fun you want at the party. I'm going to go have a talk with Melil, I guess. And they leave. And yeah. Lee Tempest is just there, a little stunned. So I just turn and look back at her because I'm just like, I don't like this person. You know, there is a god that I met this one time, beside the one that I wish to not carry association with. Do you know if Ravada is here? He's rumored to be in attendance, although I have not seen him yet this evening. So, that's when we're going to jump to Ragnar. And uh, Sarai, you've actually been kind of carried, as far as conversation-wise, down to the cellar where all the drinking games are currently going on. So that's where you see Ragnar and Torch are currently having a drinking game between the two of them. And they're like, all right. No holds bar rules, barbarian under the table, three licks past the eyebrows. You ready? I, I don't plan on licking your eyebrows, but okay. All right. Salt up the nose, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the idea that you know exactly what that means. So I was like, three licks past the eyebrows, like, got it. <laughs> Scrum rules, I'm down. Roll a d20. Con. Just imagine all these barrels are gigantic. Like, if you stretch your arms out, you wouldn't be able to touch bulls' ends. This is a barrel? No. Five. But the labels are very, very fancy. Oh, yeah. No, they're very fancy. Very. Elegant script. Yes. Like hobbiton script. Yes. Yeah, five. He wins the first round. Oh. He's dipped. He's put his uh, can, or his uh, canteen, just, like, face down. His tankard. His tankard face down. He's like, you doing okay over there? Little gnome. (laughs) Uh, I, I think I started this way once before, but uh, it's okay. All right. Yeah. Round two. Bring it. Suck the lime. <sighs> Did you get a nat one? Nat one. Ah! All right, cool. He got a, he got a two, but plus is gone. <laughs> Wait, are you adding your... Oh, oh, well, a you one got a nat one. one. Sorry. Yeah, one one. Yeah. This is yeah. super homebrew, but we, we abide by the yeah. 20 and the 1 rule. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ragnar is feeling kind of sloshed right now <laughs> oh. versus uh, Torch over there. It's not like he's looking the greatest, but he's still kind of like, I'll, just, uh, I'll tell you right now, we're the barbarian clans. This is our... I think maybe he drank it too fast and like maybe he burped some of the foam out of his nose. <laughs> oh, God. I beat one of you before. I'll beat both of you this time. <laughs> <laughs> you know? If you think you can do a 2v1. Hey, is that your friend Sarai over there? Hey! You found a chair in the corner. <laughs> just Wandering. Torch. Wandering the room. She's not wearing, making eye contact. She's, she's wearing, wearing a dress. So, yeah, it's it very pretty. You look pretty. Hey, everybody, look at my friend Sarai. She looks pretty. Oh. <laughs> uh, wolf whistle. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> well, let's not all try. Yeah. <laughs> I have um, tried to learn and I can't do it so far. Uh, hours just so Malar is with you watching this. And in his... He just looks a little disappointed in this right now. He's like, oh, I don't know. 
I don't I don't really appreciate drinking alcohol to this level. You gotta stay sharp, you know. It's just a little low class. It it is. And I, I'm gonna tell you right now, I've never really been a big fan of this torch guy. It's is he seems like a nice guy and all, but uh, I want Prim. I don't want my uh, boy over here slaps Primaran on the back again. <laughs> I don't want him to catch any of his stupid, if you understand what I mean. Primaran's yeah, just you like... You don't want him to be setting a bad example. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Uh, roll a perception check. Uh, it would be a seven. Cool, I guess. <laughs> brief, brief cut back to Torch and Ragnar. They're like setting up the dunk tank of port wine. <laughs> Not for the third any, round, you know. But expensive port. Exactly. Because port is ne- good port anyway. So, That's the port wine dunk tank. Like, hey, it's gotta be hey, good. Yeah. You want to see me put the moves on a woman? <laughs> can Can I pick the woman? All right. It can't be Sarai. <laughs> then what was the point, Shepard? <laughs> then what was the point? Okay. Oh. Okay. Remember Iceland? Oh, God. She here? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to point to one of the random people in the room. I'm yeah, I'm going to start yeah. with one of them first. Doesn't he uh, already have a thing for, or for Iceland? Yes. yes. Yeah. He's like, you got to work your way up to beautiful arm candy like that. Are you scared? A little. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been traveling with her for a bit. She's kind of scary. <laughs> I feel like around this time, Yuzumita just popped her head back into the cellars. Just like, you guys have enough snacks down here. We need chips. Torch. Torch. Uh, uh, I'm not exactly sure what Yuzumita is. Pretty sure it's Yuzumita is girl. Yeah. Or is boy? Only one way to find out. Izumita, is girl or is boy? I am a woman. Why? <laughs> no one's ever asked me that before. I guess there's more than one way to find out then. <laughs> not, not the way I thought. Uh, I dare you. <laughs> Why wouldn't that be the way you thought? <laughs> Pull a crocodile then, do you? <laughs> Oh, the boys are marching in. Just ask. <laughs> are you uh, using the good part? And the barrel just says, the good part. <laughs> Maybe. Goods in quotations. <laughs> it's like a diversion. For Normally, two drinks in, and I'm not affected. So the stuff that you guys have here is pretty good. Oh, yeah, my boy Ragnar is about to put the moves on that purple lady over there. He points at this goddess who's got a hood over her head right now. She, she's looking like she's alone, but she's kind of just smiling and laughing and enjoying the festivities. Alright, Ragnar, Ragnar. I got a sun totem in my arm that could be yours if you go get her cosmic number. (laughs) (laughs) What, 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 uh, what, what, what? Just go do it! What's what's the totem do? Uh, Don't worry about it. Okay. And she's just going to explode totems by the end of this whole campaign. It's all right, right? Buddy, buddy, buddy. Uh, all right, remember, when you walk up to her, mm-hmm. first thing you say, and I'm not joking this, first thing you say, is you walk up and you say, hey, my name is blank. Are you okay being courted right now? Okay. You start that way. Okay. You got to be respectful. I got this. I got it. Always respect. 
You understand? Yeah. Torch, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I uh, I got it. So yeah, I turn and I walk over to this <laughs> this woman thing. So when you walk up to her, it's this. She doesn't look like she has a whole lot of uh, like mortal looking skin. Her body is radiating the galaxy all over it, and her body looks like it has the dress kind of imprinted on it as well. You see, kind of like a dark face eyes that have stars in them. She's just looking down at you giggling. I was like, well, hello, little gnome. Can I help you? Yeah. Straight Hi. <laughs> hi. Hi. Um, my, my name is Blank. And uh, <laughs> where, where are you okay with being courted right now? I appreciate you asking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do need a new friend, I guess. Uh, yeah, that counts, that counts. Uh, so yeah, uh, I, I, could I be, could I be your friend? Of course. Nice. What, what do you need me to do? Um, you know, talk. Every now and again, I might just call you up, tell you about my day, whatever, whatever been going on with me. I still complain to you about what I got going on with my exes or things like that. That, that, that's, that sounds great. And then I, I turn and like, I look at Torch and I give him the thumbs up. He's like, oh yeah, you're doing great, buddy. <laughs> he can't hear anything that's going on. He's still nursing. Oh, have you ever seen like thumbs up to like finger guns to thumbs yeah, up? Yeah, that was brilliant. Right. Can I lean over to Prim? Yeah. Who's he talking to? Prim looks at you. He says, that's, uh, that's Mishra, the high goddess of magic. <laughs> <laughs> She's been known to uh, change people for annoying her. This should be interesting. Thumbs up. <laughs> way to reach for the <laughs> Ragnar, way to go get changed. He's shooting a shot. So, uh, could, can I get you a drink? I don't drink, but it sounds like you just want to talk. Is uh, everything okay with you? Oh, yeah. Can I help you with anything? Are you depressed? No, no, I'm, I'm great. Uh, well, tell me a little bit about yourself, Ragnar. What happened to you recently? Uh, I, I mean, I did have an issue with some spiders recently. Yeah. Yeah. And what like, kind of spiders? They, uh, I, tell me all like, about it. Tell they, me about your day. They were like getting in the cuts that I had on my arms, and like, it sounds like horrible. I, usually, usually like nothing really scares me, but that was kind of getting to me, and. So then, like, he actually starts to get, like, kind of emotional. He sits yeah. down on the floor. <laughs> she just kind of picks him up and is patting him on the back. It's like, it's okay. It's okay. Cry it out. Cry it out. I, 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 I don't know what the problem was, but I just, I couldn't do anything about it. And it, 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 I was so scared, and I've never felt that way before. So, as this is happening... <laughs> Chop Jason. Hold on, let's let's take a little second. Excellent, excellent chop Jason. That was a very convincing. That was a very good cry. I love that. Are you still hearing that at home? Can we get Jack in the box? <laughs> Fine, but no curly fries. Oh my god, that was too good. Alright. <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh, god. Uh, 
obviously we have a wonderful marriage. Love you. <laughs> but Brian and I throw tantrums all the time. Oh, <laughs> like, no, yeah. Do I throw tantrums? No, but it beat you up all day. That's true. She's abusive. Yeah, we just, we but we know tantrums. you like it, so here we are. Oh, hey. Great stuff. <laughs> I mean, you're DMing two campaigns. Just masochism. punishment, yeah. 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 Uh, anyways, so... That's currently going on. I'm gonna say Fasheen and Iceland, you guys have finally made your way down there, and since you're following Lovata, mm-hmm. you finally make your way down to the cellar too, because that's where he kinda ends up. Ooh. And roll perception. Cool. I'd kinda like to catch him out if I could. Not twenty. So oh. when you get down there sees everything. Well, so when we found you get a good down, port. It's like the you first thing that you notice while you're following Robata is that he stops and you can see a twinge. <laughs> of emotion and what used to be a very emotional space when he sees Mistra holding Ragnar. <gasps> I I want to I- intercept him, right? Like, I'm trying to catch Ravada out. Okay, so you got... Add, you, so let's say those two, Iceland and Fasheen, made their way down there first and you <coughs> followed him and you guys are just getting down the stairs and he saw what was going on but you two are the only ones on the cellar, on mm. the, uh, cellar stairs. So... Excuse me, Lovada. Hmm? You don't mind if I address you, do you? No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. I don't like being called my lord or things like that. Uh, Even the people who worship me, quote-unquote, it still makes me twitch here and there. I've never felt like this. What do you mean, like, these as a... How do you say? Statues, I guess? Never felt... I guess above things. What is it like to be new? What do you mean? I think you know. Because I feel it too. I know exactly what it feels like to be somewhere that you've never been before. It feels exhilarating. Because if I wanted to, like I've done so many other times before, I could cut down and be done with it, but I don't think I can here, and that's kind of exhilarating, though, that something would block me. So many beings all in one place, because if it's one-on-one, I could take on any of them, even that blowhard Tempest. But if it's all of them at the same time, I think that's... I don't know, have you ever felt adrenaline and happy just being in danger? This is a first for me. I love it. Also a little jealous of your friend down there, though. It's a pretty girl he's hugging. Oh, Wagner? Yes, I can understand being jealous of Wagner. <laughs> I just imagine you should totally just got scooped. Totally she's holding serious. him like a baby. Like, he's just <laughs> <laughs> she's like, there, there. Which is like, what, nine feet tall? Yeah. I, I feel really safe right now. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy to feel safe. Feel safe. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, yeah, look at this kid, he's yoked. He's great. I guess, yeah. Listen, I do not have any feeling in my skin. Like, there's a lot for me to want here. You know, I could change that. Please don't. I have to be fairly overwhelming. You know, I've always been curious, what is it that you want out of your little adventure that you're having with your group of friends? Obviously, your friend Iceland there wants to reset the world back to place, and maybe potentially regrow the world tree. I could always help with that. She, Ragnar, wants to find his home after that illusion I saw in his head. And Iceland, or uh, Sarai's got a lot going on with 
her history and past. That unfortunately has direct conflict with what I'm doing, but uh, maybe I could change if convinced. Or maybe she could change if convinced. Are you asking me out of genuine interest, or are you trying to make a bargain? Interest. Ah, for me, personally, I am interested in maintaining my immortality. Ooh, you're one of those. We are all one of those. I've met some beings who were okay with facing their mortality. Yeah, they have something else to say. They're looking for their martyrdom, their immortality from their memory. That your boy over there, the little barbarian, is okay with his mortality. Uh, As he's, I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like, Ravada, uh, <laughs> well, what is it that you? I hate this whole sham of gods. If I'm being honest, mortals that worship these so-called higher beings that. As you can see, lavish in drinks and revelry. It all seems like such a waste of time. Mortals should go on about their days without even having to think about what we're doing. With all due respect, but you are one. You are like them. Unfortunately. Well, whose fault's that? <laughs> Probably whoever decided that I should exist. Who was that? Well, my running theory is that I'm of one of the martial type gods. A collection of thoughts from where I could originally have come from. And that wherever I go, I collect more of those martial thoughts and become stronger. That's why I don't need worshippers. As long as conflict exists with a blade of any kind, I'll exist. How, again, I don't mean to be disrespectful. How do you differ then from Tempest? There are temples to Tempest, right? As far as I'm aware, sure. There are people who pray to him for good worth and value and hoping that they'll win, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't like people praying to me. He does. Most of these gods do. They work, they love it. They eat up that worship and that adoration and that admiration, but hardly ever give anything back. So let me put it outright. You would use your blade to cut down their arrogance. I would. And you can understand why they might not be keen on that. I can understand why they might not be keen on anything. Have you ever taken the bottle out of a drunk's hand? Yes. I understand. But it's for their own good? Yes, I understand. Provada, are we enemies? I don't like to think we are. Why is that? I'm not trying to destroy your world. My only goal is to cut the reliance that your realm has on the gods. Give it back to you. That world tree nonsense wasn't me. I'd rather that a staple that keeps your plane in existence didn't leave. The whole notion of eating an entire existence and taking over a greater plane to become an all-powerful cosmic entity seems nothing but a chore. If anything, I think you mortals deserve to have control over your own lives. Are you looking for a herald? Never needed one. I do like friends, though. I'll be your friend. 
That's fantastic. I could always use more of those. I'll talk to you about it more later. And he quietly walks away. Is he going down into the cellar? No, he walks back up. All right, then I go in the opposite direction, down into the cellar. Okay. And at this point, Torch has already left, too, because he's let Ragnar do his thing. And the party's kind of going on. You guys got a minute to kind of talk to each other. I'm going to say there's a good amount of time passing right now. Uh, As far as we can tell. As far as you can tell. Are you still a space mommy? (laughs) No, she's let you down at this point. (laughs) She gives you a small little pendant. She says, call me. (laughs) Oh, I absolutely will. I actually never even got your name. Mistra. Mistra. That's a beautiful name. Thank you, Ragnar. Are you going to run a fine torch now? <laughs> yeah, so then uh, I... Dude, I, I got her number! Like, I scurry off to go find where Torch went. Okay, he's gone, but you see your other friends, and you're just kind of showing the number to them, be like, God, it's shiny thing! That's right, that's right, look at all you got! <laughs> Ragnar! Glad <I> <laughs> well, you happened. What did you, what did you do? I got her number. Were you crying? No. No. <laughs> Sorry, I said... Ah. <laughs> it was embarrassing. Really? There's nothing wrong with expressing your emotions so <clears throat> No, I'm like, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, this, yeah, there was, there was no problem at all. Do you need to find more pumpkin shit? Like, nah. What? There's nothing wrong with expressing your emotions. Don't be that. So I, I'm, I'm going to go find that wall. I'm going to run through that wall again. So good idea. That's when you finally notice. Have you seen Revolver? So that's when the three of you, not Iceland, notice Fasheen kind of just sitting there, feeling you, see, watching you guys do your thing. But I'm she's sorry, I don't. Oh, I'm, yes, uh, we were speaking. I was about to ask her how the World Tree might be regrown, and she's an apostle of a god. This is Fasheen. She does the most wondrous works with ice and snow. I reach out like uh, kind of tentatively to shake her hand. It is a pleasure. The pleasure is mine. I must say, I quite enjoy your icy facade. How charming. Algernot just, like, stares dead at her for probably, like, an uncomfortable, silent five seconds. Like, it's just a solid couple of beats. Um, and so, and then I turn to her to tell you. I'm sort of like, um... Okay. So, Anyways. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> anywho, so, um, Ragnar, yes. Yeah, I, I, uh, I wanted to say hi. This is uh, Fasheen. This is Ragnar Knucklebuster, the plain shark. He's quite handy in battle. He makes sure his opponents end up very cold at the end of the day. Quite handy is an understatement. Yes. This guy's diesel. <laughs> uh, you I'm can't sure, stop him. <laughs> I'm sure Tempest would be a fan of yours then. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, That's the war god, yes? Oh, yes. Sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. Not really. Then no. this oh. is Sarai, uh, our yeah. tiefling rogue. <laughs> Very good in the dark. Pleasure to meet you. You as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, can the world tree be regrown, or does it take a god to do that? No. Unfortunately, that is out of my realm of comprehension. Okay. Dang. We lost our world tree. It's most sad. It burned. Um, so, we've lost our world tree. It burned, unfortunately. So, it was most sad. What a tragedy. Yes. So, with that, some time, more time passes. The party continues to go. Till finally, you all hear a scream. <coughs> you all rush over. Everyone's rushing over to where the scream was coming from. In the middle of one of Melil's studies, you see a large body 
is been pierced with a long wakazashi and has been dragged up above the fireplace of this study, blood pouring out all so, like, over the wall. on the wall. Yeah. <clears throat> Are they dead? They're with yeah, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like, man, this sucks. Instead of the wall. Um, Some of us are going to try and save their life. Anyway. Ragnar, roll. everyone roll a perception check real quick. Uh, 17. Am I there? Well, you two are there, so yeah, you guys can roll a perception check as well. 13. 18. 11. It's all right. It wasn't going to take a high roll. Yay. <laughs> There's a body stuck to the wall. Uh, yeah. I rolled a 22. So, uh, you guys immediately notice your old half-orc friend is lying, is impaled dead above the fireplace towards the bone eater with <gasps> his life, with his lights out. And we'll end the session there. <coughs> oh! <laughs>